Hi guys, this is our game week two EPL podcast banter. The number of games are happening in, in the second week, second game week of the EPL season. So um, on my show today, I'll be having um, George. I'll also be having Anthony, top uh, sports guys, and they'll be discussing the various Premier League games that uh, took place and their thoughts on Manchester United as well. So I, I, I want you guys to enjoy podcast listen and then make sure and then when the first penalty was kicked um, David De Gea was off his line already so because of that they had to retake the penalty so I don't see anything that was wrong in that okay I don't see anything that was wrong with that because the penalty was clearly given. They had they, they took the penalty, but as at the I, time, I have a problem with the um, fact that there was a penalty in the first place. Because why do you think there was so? as as much as I, I I believe that was a ball to hand situation. The rules are dicey lately. I don't understand a lot of the rules, but from the you 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 watch motions and you understand motions from that exactly from that motion you know he was on the run. There was no attempt for him to raise his hand. He was running. That was a ball to that was a ball to hand situation. I had a problem with that to start with. Now, the 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 call to retake the penalty. I do not have a problem with that. That's rules is rules. He stepped out early, but he demoralized yeah, yeah. the gear to yeah, say yeah, this. It, the, it the did demoralize him. It's actually like when I saw that, I was, his intentions was so clean. The ball, that ball was just yeah. So even when the ball hit his hand, no, it, was no. even, it was like I'm not aware. Of the yes, he was removing his hand. He was taking his hand off the roof. When the ball hit, like you look at his eyes and stuff like that. So I don't know how the VAR. I'm not saying the VAR like a decision making system where they will tell the ref what to do and the ref does that. Oh, yes, absolutely. No, no, no. Now, if you look at, if you look at, if you look at that, if you look at that incident, yeah. huh? um, if you watch carefully, you see that Andrea Yu was trying to chip that ball. Now, the question that was asked to a Premier League, a former Premier League referee was, if if that ball was chipped, would it have would 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 it have been that Lindelof stopped his the, the goal that was bound to happen? That was the question. Was he stopping a goal that was bound to happen, Mr. George? You're, you're, there's a lot of noise on your end. Is that? I said there's a bit of noise on your end, so it might be difficult to okay. hear you clearly. I might have to disconnect for a while, maybe like two minutes. Okay. Although I might, I can listen okay. to you, but I have to, I have to okay. disconnect for a while. Right. Okay, okay. So, so yeah. So if you watch carefully, you see that um, what's his name? The the striker tried to chip the ball over um, over David De Gea, right? And then. Um, Lindelof's hand Lindelof's hand wasn't really supposed to he, he didn't do it like it was on purpose but because of the fact that the travel of that ball the trajectory of the ball was going towards the other end of the post so which if in a normal situation if that was a chip and this guy didn't touch that ball I'm not sure the guy would be able to catch that ball because it was because of the way it hit his hand that the gay was able to catch. So it looked like um, Victor Lindelof was stopping a certain goal from happening. 
anyway, I understand what you're saying. So that is why, yeah, that is why possibly maybe the referee had looked. Of course, the referee didn't see anything onto what with that. But then, VAR had showed him that oh, this thing would have really cost a goal, and that was why he made his change of decision. He he decides he's the referee. He decides. That's why I was I was pushing it also to the game of Arsenal yesterday. There was a cross that came in. Um, the defender was trying to head the ball. He couldn't get the ball. The ball ended up touching his hand inside the penalty box. Now, when the referee looked at that game, you will see that he was being pushed as at the point when he was supposed to head the ball, which is why he couldn't head the ball. And the ball touched his hand. So at that point in time, the referee would not give anything. So the VRR is like a guide to tell the referee, okay, you've made this decision, but look at it. If this had been this way, would it have happened? The VAR referee does not influence the guy on the pitch. He only tells him, this is what I see. If it was as a last season, you will notice that last season, okay, yes, last season there was a little bit of influencing because the referees on the pitch did not have the VAR monitor. That monitor stuff that you go to look at, they didn't have it last season. But because of they've seen that it made a lot of wrong decisions, especially for even Mayu. It gave a lot of a lot of goals for Mayu last season. Uh, they now decided to bring up the monitor to say, okay, um, let's be using this monitor, you know, so that when you make a decision, you can stay on the pitch and, and, um, and, you know, decide what you want to do. So, I think that's the, that's the essence of the VR, basically. That's the essence of the VR, basically. Anyway, you're, you're, in a way, you're right, but I think the VR sometimes can complicate, it can complicate the game a lot of, because, I mean, yeah, like that's yeah. some a lot of. I, I know it's basically a computer, it's a, it's a video assistant with you know, you're trying to play back some things. But when you look at the way players play, when you look at the way players play, you can see their emotions in the game. You understand? And in the emotions tend tend to tell you what really. Me personally, I know that okay, if there was an intent in that game, you will see it in the video. You will see that okay, this guy actually stopped. Or try to stop the game or something. But, stop the game, yeah. Yeah, or try to stop the ball. But when anyway, I don't know. I wouldn't stay at a hundred percent. But I think in a way you can actually see when what a player intend to do when the ball hits his hand or but, when he's trying to. Stop but do you think? Yeah, yeah, but do you think now that this would bring an issue because you might now be seeing strikers who now know that oh, if I can shoot this ball to somebody's hand, I will be given a penalty. So exactly. rather than for them exactly. to score goals, they would be inching to penalty. touch sometimes, players on the arm. Sometimes the players use it as a controversial means. They, 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 they hit the ball on the uh, on the guy's hand, all right? and the VAR now yeah. debating it. It becomes a debate. It becomes a 50-50. Now, in a particular stance where the player cannot actually score that goal, or has seen that okay, if I should shoot this ball, it might not really. I mean, I don't have. I have zero chances of scoring in this position. They might just try to infuse the whole ball to hand VRL. I mean, incident. Yeah. Because, because I can see that players do yeah, that because, you yeah, because yeah, because I I also try to see in a situation where somebody is trying to dive, right? Maybe there's a shot and he's trying to block it, and Baba flies on the ground and stuff like that, and the ball hits his hand in the process. Would you really call that a penalty? Because he's trying to block the ball. There is no other way for him to, and he cannot fold his hand behind him when he's sliding. It's not possible. So. Do, are you not asking him to put his arm to his hand? How do you want him? How do you want him to stay when he's lying down? It it makes the game a bit more complicated. It makes defenders. Yeah, and I think that's why a lot of goals are entering in this season. I think that's why yeah. you are seeing too many and goals this season because 
there are a lot of rules there are a lot of rules in this present premier league and and uh, um, the whole the whole rule could actually affect the game affect the emotions in the game you understand it could actually affect the emotion and, and i think where it differs from the different referee different referee have hello tony hear me yeah i can okay. hear you so it depends on the web different web have different decisions to make some ref will come up to me yesterday i'll be like okay that's not that happened wouldn't be a penalty because he has seen me in different views that okay it wasn't really intentional but i think some ref just because we are called it back we are giving like 80 percent to say that it is right ref don't really play don't, don't really come to be like okay it is actually how do i say they don't have their own i think there's some ref who don't really have their own say Whenever there is a game and something has happened and the VAR is trying to play it back, if there's every chance is that they're going to follow whatever the VAR says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I get that. And then, what do you think of um, of uh, Crystal Palace's third goal? Um, you know, the very easy pass, the turn by um, by Wilfred Zaha and that smooth goal. Do you think? Do you think that partnership of Maguire and Lindelof is good enough for for a top four finish? Come again. Do you think that partnership of Maguire and Lindelof, do you think it's good enough for a top four finish? Because if you see the way, in fact, the way they turn these guys waist, I don't know. <laughs> Even people that twerk, they don't turn waist like that. That was crazy, man. They just turned him. And when they turned him, it was just obvious that, oh, he just allowed the game to, you know, Lindelof just allowed the guy to run. So, I think Lindelof and Maguire was more, not closing down. More maturity in the game. Maguire said something I don't want to talk about. Maguire is more experienced right now. Like that expectation that we need because this guy has played Premier League. He's been there. Maguire is a, is a I mean, you can actually before I, I used to see Maguire in, in terms of this guy Liverpool's defender. They had that comparison. Van Dijk. Yeah, they had that comparison before, but right now they're not even close. They're not even close. I think he needs to up his game a lot. Like you need to up his game. My boy, particularly Lindelof. I think Lindelof because of his, uh, uh, in a way, That's, he can be very nonchalant in his play. Maguire is the Pepe of Man United. Right now, the Nicolas right Pepe. Now, of Man right now, I don't even see him as a mature player. I don't even know how to place Maguire right now. Maguire causes a lot of hang of hang of defense. He's not mature. He doesn't even. You know that kind of you command respect. So you, sometimes you, you want to command respect in the defense. Like you need to be the one there. as a defender. Yes. Yeah, you need to be the one. I mean, going all in. People will see. Okay, they will. I mean, emulate whatever you are doing. But right now, he's not really delivering at all. He's not delivering at all. Lindelof, I don't really want to blame him because Lindelof is more like he plays good some certain times. I mean, he just needs consistency right now. You know, at the time he can be our savior. Right, True. he can be the person that is even saving. You know? But Maguire has never been there. Right from when they signed this guy, he has never really been like, okay, this guy really played good. He's solid in the defense. I'm not saying him, he's just average. He's below average right now. You get my point? So, I don't really think, I mean, unless something just out of the blue happens and becomes very good. That's why sometimes players just need more time and patience because some people can be going through some phases and they're playing, their they are, they are, they are football is really whack. You know, why, when you now let them go to go to another team, you now be like, oh my God, look at this guy playing well right now. You understand? It's performing well. Yes, just like Hazard that left Chelsea and went to Real Madrid, and you're not even saying, you know, what we expected was very different from what we are seeing. You understand? So I think players just you just have to be patient with players sometimes. 
you know or you just me i believe that yeah as a coach you need to like put in competition between the players that way you bring out the best in them when there is no option they just become nonchalant with their play that's what i think so because i don't understand why a defender would be playing like i mean you don't have any other body to replace you much if you cannot much if you cannot do that so, like as you're leaving another person what do you think is it do you think do you think the my united what do you think is my united's problem is it is it the players or is it the manager or is it the tactics for me personally uh, what i was first for now i'll i'll pinpoint three things the manager is one of them hmm? two is the players hmm? and now the three is the work ethic of the players you understand now hmm. The, the the in in terms of the manager the man is a good manager understand me but i think he's 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 more like a relaxed manager he's not a, a manager that that is hungry for trophy you understand he's more of a relaxed mm. manager he's more like a, a, a yes person you can actually i mean he's not hungry if you're hungry you can see it in the players you can see it the way you i mean you ginger these players to play you understand so i think the man is more relaxed but you cannot tell me that you're playing and your team is not playing well and you're just chilly and you're just relaxed and you're smiling i mean what are you trying to tell me that they are going to do one magic you understand so uh, me personally i think the, the coach need to really i mean up his game or go narrative because this is how my you play my you my you coaches are really like fire fire you get my point they're like hungry they are, we, are, we are trophy teams i don't understand why everything is just looking like you're just chilly and relaxed that's on the coach side and the coach is like a yes man you don't tell me in terms of the market you, you you definitely know that your how do i say your team needs players you really really need players and you're not doing anything in the market you're basically not doing anything in the market you, 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 you don't expect i don't know when your house is burning and you're looking for rats you need to actually go and get something that is going to stop the fire because the teams are you need players to sign that will be like okay this is the top player so he's not doing that i don't know if he's on the management side or on his own because you're the one wearing the shoe you know where he's spending you should actually be like okay i need this and i go and get it first that's that's the first step so i think the coach is really not doing i don't see anything that he's doing on the market generally i'm just hearing rumors he's not really going in to get players so that's on the coach now the the players need to change their mentality as many players are really like i don't know the way we are playing there's nothing like mine in the game so i think the players need to need competition they need people playing well they need people to be hitting the bench like you get my point there has to be that revolution in the team yeah. that, okay there are a lot of people doing really well and the people that are not doing well are not doing well that's so why basically not playing you understand so without work the people that, we, that are serious so you don't tell me that somebody will be not playing crap and you're still playing him the next game because you don't have any option there's nobody there to actually come in and play better than the person because when there is option the other person will tend to impress and that way the team is moving forward that's competitive that's healthy competition within the player so the the, the team yeah, I, think, I think this is i think this is the same thing with with um the likes of chelsea and and um, even arsenal exactly and, there yeah, has to be arsenal competition is, within the player there is this yes yeah, so that competition makes you hungrier that, you play well you don't play well tomorrow i'm going to be in the game because you don't have any option so exactly. the, the, exactly. the players are not really like having that time the only thing you tell them hey play well or popa play well or look at what's happening yeah, we are my team we play well this is our motivation but what do we really do to motivate them you have to bring True. in people that are playing better than them or people that are actually in their own prime so that way everybody will sit up 
just like the the the, 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 the what's the name the, the keeper sometimes sometimes the the, the he can play trash sometimes the game will be like okay he's sending us home but what do we do we don't have who are you going to replace the game are you going to bring the other Argentina guy that will go and scoop everywhere no but I, I for me I think Dean Henderson should have started um the the guy that the guy that was keeping for Sheffield United that came back on loan he was fantastic for Sheffield he said, in fact he saved Sheffield United last season so I'm surprised to see um the Ole soldier no anyway that's one thing that's with my you know about him. he's too Welcome back, George. Yeah. Them. Yes, he's too relaxed with this whatever he has. Just want to keep playing so that they will change. People don't change because I mean, if you want to change something, you have to bring another like another obsolete system that is different from what is happening. That way, you change the old thing because you don't just be there using the same thing. I expect them to change. Nobody's going to change. Nobody generally will going to change there. Football will come and be playing flexible football. Sometimes people will play well. Sometimes we don't play well. Sometimes uh, the one that even pisses me off about the money team are the young players that are supposed to be on their prime are really, really like on the average. The likes of Matt, uh, what's the name of that French guy? The striker there playing, he's not even Marshall. Playing. Marshall is not playing well. The English guy too. Uh, Greenwood. No, Greenwood is even young. Rashford. Rashford. Rashford as a player, eh, should be like a mature, mature player right now. Rashford. Like, I don't even know how to talk about Rashford right now. Rashford, I yeah. know, Rashford should be like when Rash- you're talking about Sterling, you're talking about Rashford. They're, they're kind of play. I don't even see it in the player. I don't even know what he's playing. Yesterday game, I didn't even see him do anything on the game. And there was no. Well, I, for me, I think it's still early season. It's not. I don't think we should start judging a team now. It's just early season, so I'm not really in a hurry to judge Man United. No, because, I'm not um, judging them based on. I'm judging them based on their previous games, like last season. Last season no, but don't forget. Don't forget. Before this game, they had gone 12 matches unbeaten in the Premier League. Do you? <laughs> Yeah. So sorry. Did you watch? Yeah, yeah, yes. The only match I was I was able to watch was the disappointing loss from United yesterday. I was I was literally heartbroken to say the least. To say you know, the least you know, was the a very disappointing. That uh, when a man is not United, uh, <laughs> he, he gets the, we we yeah. were beyond disunited yesterday. Our, our our team looked worse than it did last season, honestly speaking. And I'm, I'm thinking I'm I'm beginning to buy into the ideology of some some anti-United fans that say that Bruno is a fraud. <laughs> Yesterday was another very 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 average, very average, maybe a little Perfect. below average performance from Bruno Fernandez because. Right now, yeah, there's there's a lot of expectation from the guy, seeing what he did mm-hmm. late last season. Yeah, people are already there's there's that anticipation that maybe he's the savior of the United, and absolutely mm-hmm. was disappointing yesterday. For Sumenza, shouldn't be in Manchester United. Absolutely shouldn't be a United player. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's his name? Timothy Fosumensa. I I don't think that guy is United material. <laughs> no, 
we we need to be done with that guy. We really need to be done with him. Um, what's his name? Uh, Lind. Our our defense is in shambles. <laughs> Luke Shaw was the one that uh, yesterday was able to make some effort, make some runs, good runs. Uh, had presence. Rashford was absolutely absent in the match. I mm. really hope. I I had hoped they would put Igalo um on earlier yesterday. Eventually when yeah. they did, he kept trying to do make one particular move and kept falling. Yeah. I was I was that was twice. He did it twice. Welcome and to I, was, I, was, I was I was not impressed. But yesterday yesterday was a was a very was a but I, I want to say disgusting match for, for a United fan to watch. Absolutely. No, no. See, awesome. I Okay, um, Tony, welcome to our EPL podcast. Um, Anthony is also a member of, he's also joining us on the podcast too. Tony, we have uh, Mr. George as well on the podcast. So yeah, George was speaking about Mayu's performance. Now, when the transfer season had started, um, when I had seen the yeah. kind of signing made, I was a bit worried because when you have yeah. a when you have a Wilfred Zaha that is a fantastic winger. And then you are signing yeah. someone like Eberichi Eze, who has done, who has <laughs> been doing wonderful work at QPR in the last yeah, season in the yeah, championship. Yeah, yeah, and then you yeah, are buying a, yeah. you are buying a Michi Bashwai on top of that, dude. These guys considered yeah. the least goals. Crystal Palace considered the least goals last season and the season last before. Season, yeah, they have a very strong yes. defense. So when you are combining yeah. that with an attacking trio that is that is unsung, it means you are going to be seeing transitions, regular transitions of. You know they will stay back, wait for Mayu to attack, and then when yeah. Mayu attacks and attacks, they spring them on the counter. So that is what I think happened. Is I don't think it's I don't think it's just Mayu. It's going it's going to be a thing that Crystal Palace will do to so many teams this season. No. Seriously, yeah, so man, many teams, not just Mayu. What I'm saying, is yeah, I can hear you. Tony. Yeah, I think the Mayu team, as in the whole players, as in the lack discipline. Because what I saw yesterday was so annoying. I couldn't even I couldn't even imagine. In as much as like no no no, <laughs> like I don't know how to start talking about it because eh, from the from the number one player to the whoever the person is like they were just playing without skill set without zeal. But I, I think well the, the I think the only player. person that did not perform was the people that did not perform was your defense. I think the defense was quite no beyond beyond they were pathetic yesterday. No, the, the, the defense was abysmal. Do you understand? But then the yeah. midfield, literally, our midfield was what was 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 the most spectacular, and now it was even average. But our midfield exactly. to that to, exactly to be, it was to be, it was spectacular, to be spectacular was yesterday, was... and still be average. Yeah. But yeah. I was even seeing the skill. It was still average. You understand? It was just like they having the names. You understand? But they were not playing yeah. just like a United yeah. team at all, at all, at all, at all, at all. It was so I, annoying. I, I think... didn't get okay, the so... experiences like. Wow, that's that was actually one of the highlights I want to talk about. But then, um, maybe yeah. maybe I should just quickly run you through the list of EPL games that started yesterday. I think um, first yes, I'll start with Everton's game. Um, I think I don't know about you guys, but I think Everton, Everton are going to fire. be a serious threat. <laughs> yeah, they yeah, are going to be a serious threat yeah, this season. Yeah. Exactly. Um, they went five to winners at West Brom, and um, yeah. I'm really going to be seeing Dominic Calvert-Lewin. Among the top EPL scorers this season, he has scored a hat trick. He scored a goal for them yesterday in the last game against Tottenham, and then he scored a hat trick this weekend. Yeah, 
So and then it was a it was a in fact it was a big beat, big defeat for West Brom. I think West yeah. Brom had favorized to go down. Um I'm not going to be I'm not going to be speculating about it. Yes. West Brom are going early, down I very, very fast. Now, why early. did I say that? Um their first game that they were hammered as yeah. well. I think they were hammered uh, 3-0 or 4-0. Yeah. So Anthony's back. So they were hammered yeah. 3-0 or 4-0. Um they were playing with a five-man defense. That's West Brom. Five yeah. man, five-man defense. Now you can imagine being beaten four nil, three nil with a five-man <laughs> defense, <laughs> and then you are beating five goals again with another five-man defense. They played the same game, the same tactic they used last week was the same tactic they used this Still week. So is is a thing that is going to be very, very clear. Uh, we might see West Brom going down this season, um, and then we might see Everton as well. You know, doing a lot of good job. You know, they signed James yeah. Rodriguez. Yeah, so yeah, they are, yeah, they are yeah, really, yes, look out. They're yes. going to really progress. Like if they should yeah. put in a good team play, they will go far. Yeah. Yeah. They have good players right now. James is really, really, I mean, underrated. He's serving as their team. So it's it's, it's it's fantastic. It's fantastic to see. Yeah. So yeah, that was cool. that was yesterday's game. You mean Everton? Yeah, Ancelotti. Ancelotti is yeah. a great guy. Ancelotti yeah, is a great guy. Really, really like an experienced coach too. So he's on the lookout. They are really on the lookout this season. I feel, I feel it's, it's, it's just exciting seeing the, 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 the like of the James Rodriguez from from the 2014 World Cup that brought him to Starlight once again. And I think since then like, he has gone under just until now because he was all average in like the Real Madrid. Team, other team never wanted games. Like, they did no, I think a lot of teams would have just think, gone for him. That guy is good. Mind you, I don't, I don't want to talk about my mind. You said, but I know those players. <laughs> but no. other teams like Chelsea, Man City, these are players like Arsenal too, because he's kind of uh, plays could see all those teams well. And I, I don't know. I think yeah. Everton just got a good catch there, really. But that guy is good. No, I, I think the thing was, I think the thing was, he was much more attached to Carlo Ancelotti. So. I think okay, he's okay. he's been I mean, coached by Carlos to play the role there too, signing. Him. Yes, just like no, Alan that was signed in. I, was I think you should, should also consider one thing: beyond um, a, a player being assumed as really good, now he has he has played be, between when he played the World Cup till now he's in um, in Everton. He has played in two teams, two big teams. Exactly. Now these two yeah. big teams. At what level did he perform at this at these teams? When you look at the level to which he performed at this team, it would discourage any other big team to want to move for him. He was True. Yeah. as much as you get to see um, the potential of how this guy is actually a star player. This guy is actually a star player. I feel it goes beyond someone having the potential to be to be really spectacular in a team. And, uh, okay, and but let me like, let me like let me said, ask this question. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm let me sure. ask this question. Um, I think it, it boils down now to back to Man United. Do you yeah. think um, signing Van der Beek was a good option for Man United? Yes, he scored a goal. Um, he looked very good, you know, going forward and the likes. But do you yeah. think that Van der Beek, Poba, Fernandez partnership? Do you think do you think it can actually fire United to a top four place? Because why I'm saying this is, if you look up front, um, 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 Ole Soldier is is relying on young talents. 
Now you don't expect yes. a youngster to bang yeah. 30 goals in season in a Premier League that he's not <laughs> even accustomed to. He hasn't yeah, played up to five yeah. seasons in the Premier League. And you are relying yeah. on him for, for for a top four finish. Do, do you think yeah. Mayu still needs to do some more transfer business? Um, considering how their game went yesterday. I, I think Anthony, Anthony, say something first before I go in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, first of all, uh, um, the, 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 the buy of Van der Beek is not bad, trust me. Number, but we don't expect miracle to happen ASAP because he just got in the new um, Premier League. That I mean, he needs to Suspect. actually have experience to play. That's first. Then, secondly, like I think Man had need more of a firing power. The, the ones we have right now are just I mean, I don't know, they're not really doing the work they're supposed to do, they're not competing with themselves, they're just relaxed. So, true. Very true. we have like a hungry, like you know, when you look at Man City team now, there are a lot of I mean, talent there that want to be seen. So we're just like we don't know. We don't really have much option. When there's much option, then people will have to work for their sport. You understand? So I think Mayu, the midfield is okay for me. The midfield can actually, I mean, they need work. I, I think the midfield is okay for Mayu, but the firing power. Yeah, because they are not. Yeah, because this thing you are saying now. This thing you are saying now. Um, if you look at the stats from yesterday's game, um, my United had a 76% possession, which is in fact exactly. that was crazy. And, but then if you come down to shots. Shots, 17 shots to 14 of Crystal Palace. But shots on target. Had five yeah. shots on target and scored three goals. These guys, man, you had four shots on target and it was only Donovan Ebik's goal that went in. Yeah, went so, in, it, exactly. it, so it begs to tell you that there's a lot of possession for Mayu. Their midfield is doing well, but then there's an issue up front. There is an issue yeah. up front. I believe like, yeah. the firing spot is really down. Like, I think I, I want to point out something. Let, let's 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 if we're going to look at it from the the way the midfield is hello uh let's see the presence of van de Beek. uh okay, i think after you, the first you. goal crystal palace scored can you hear me yeah i said after the first goal crystal palace scored it looked like the the, the midfield sparked up and there was there were glimpses of oh beautiful play. And I noticed a few times Bruno Fernandez and Popa tried to link up really beautifully. It didn't work yeah. out. One of them was that possible penalty level on a concert. Okay, I, I think I think you will be coming back. Maybe it's the network. Um so yeah. um Tony, what do you think? Let's 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 shift away from Mayu. We'll come back to Mayu. Yeah, let's this game Leeds United I, Fulham. Okay. I saw I saw something yesterday when I was seeing that Mayu match. They said this guy is coming back to Tottenham. Bale on the. He's on back. The he's back already. Yeah, he's back already. So, like, Bale, yes. I saying, talking about James now because James is like, okay, are you expecting him to? Because it was more likely that he wasn't doing much in. Remember, that's why they actually put him on the loan and. Same, yeah. Are you expecting him to become way better than he was when he was in Tottenham? Now moving to yeah, be, you mean Bill? Yes, yeah. I think I think I think he has the capacity to do that because he's a familiar surrounding. Um, he's an English speaker. Don't forget that some of these things, some of the reasons why some players go to other leagues and they don't perform is 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 a number of factors. It can be environment, it can be weather, it can be language. So, if, like for instance, if you can, if I can't communicate effectively with a player, I don't know what that player wants. 
So it it brings some of those issues. So I think if he comes back, he will regain his form because he he kind of lost interest at at Real Madrid, um, um spending more time playing golf and the likes. So if he can, <laughs> yeah, no, that was the issue. If he can be able to come back up, you know, he it, it would. It, I think he will do well for Tottenham. But then with have in Jose Mourinho, I don't really see that performance doing doing him wonders because Mourinho is not this attack-minded person, and Bale is not a, is not a defensive-minded. Yeah, yeah Bale is so more bad. Do you find it difficult to yeah to grow in a Mourinho tactic that does not favor winger uh, wing play? It's not very good with wing play. He likes this direct, you know, bim bam, hit it up, kick it down, that kind of thing. So, I, I think I think we'll go far, but then. I, I wanted us to just look at this Leeds United Fulham game. See, for me, um, if you if you watched this game last week against Liverpool, they scored three goals. They considered three goals. Okay, four three, Abi. Was it the four three they had? Yeah, yeah, the four three. This one was four three. The last game too was also four three. Okay. So, <laughs> so it's it, it, I think it's it's going to be a thing with Leeds United this season. And um, they they have people who can hurt you when they are ready to hurt you, but their defense is also very porous. They 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 scored they scored three in the first game against Liverpool, and we are unlucky. In this one against Fulham too, they scored four and considered three. So they might be they might be candidates to stay up in the top flight. But then uh, Fulham Fulham, I really don't know where they are going with this, but. We are really hopeful that they stay up, but they will go down. But an issue I think I want to look at is the issue of VAR in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. welcome, George. Oh, there are a lot of things I wanted to bring yeah. into the play right now. If you watch my U game yesterday, welcome back, George. Yeah. That penalty. That's the first thing. And okay, so another thing is I wanted to bring to you like VAR is like the coach is making a decision based on the VAR. Or the ref trying to like, I want to know the role the VAR plays on the decision of the ref. Okay, I think I think we should look at that because um I want to highlight something that happened. I'm still coming back to Arsenal's game where there was a there was a it was a part in the Arsenal's game yesterday night where um, Gabriel the defender handled the ball. Right, he was trying to use his head, but he ended up handling that ball. VAR did not check that. Did not check that. Um, game. Because I really thought the issue was short. So, we so, see the first question. Why? Is this the first question I asked? So, so that was it. So and then um the VAR issue. I think the coach is the key person. Sorry, the the, the, the ref takes decisions based on a number of factors. So if you look at that. Um, penalty. Um, it was. It was. It was clear that something was wrong. Right. We, it, it took a lengthy review for them to check. How so? So. So I think it's still early season. I'm not really in a hurry to. To judge them, so I, I think I'll leave them. But then, um, Arsenal's game yesterday, yeah, Arsenal has been on the upward move. But exactly. um, yesterday's game highlighted. I didn't get you. I didn't get you, George. 
So I was saying, I was saying yesterday's game highlighted a big flaw for Arsenal. Um, I think there was they they've been plans to sign um, Awa or is it Awa and Thomas Party, and I think the faster those guys come, the better for them. Players. Sorry. Rashford. Exactly, there's no improvement. There's no improvement at all. So, and my own point is, if if the team actually really played, everybody in the team played well yesterday, and we lost, I won't even be complaining. You understand? Like, I mean, every every player like put. I I saw differences in their game. I saw the way they were passing ball. They are they are, they are covering up passes. And stuff like that I wouldn't complain, but I'm seeing. Laxity in the players, like a lot of loopholes in the players. Their mentality has zero. Okay. So, yeah. No, like well, yes, this is not early to start judging them. I will judge them now. Well, let's watch. Let's watch how. Let's watch how the season will pan out. Um, I'm not giving anything yet, but let's look at today's game. Um, okay, yesterday's game. I think the last game of the season of the of yesterday's uh, this thing was Arsenal's two one win. Like I said, they were quite lucky to scrape through that one. It was a very tough game for them. But I think Arsenal will, will still have a lot of issues this season. A lot of issues still coming up. West Ham. West Ham. Uh, I don't know about West Ham, but I, I, I think they still have a long way to go. Um, they, are, they are not coordinated. Let's forget what they are. Totally not coordinated. Um, the same thing with Fulham. The same thing I noticed with Fulham. Fulham are a very disjointed team. I've never seen a team as disjointed in my entire watching football watching career than Fulham. They were they were disgraceful yesterday. Forget the 4-3 win the play. Those were those were the two teams that really that really pissed me off yesterday. Their, their game was horrible. But that's just the Premier League. That's how it is. I believe with time um some of those guys will step up to the plate and deliver for their teams. But then today's game, Chelsea Liverpool. I don't know what what are your thoughts, Tony? Chelsea Liverpool's game. Um, is it a win for Chelsea or a win for Liverpool? Liverpool signed Thiago yesterday, signed Sergio Regulon yesterday. So two big signings for Liverpool in the space of one day. Um, Chelsea have made too many big signings. In fact, I'm even worried for how they will gel as a team. You know, that's the issue. When you start when you sell so when you sign so many big names at the same time, you have issues trying to contain some of them. And um and it's going it's going to be an issue if you watch their midweek game they played a midweek game they are 72 million pound signing um is it kai havertz or something from bayern leverkusen was in fact people were saying the guy looked he didn't look interested in the game for me that's an insult if you are being paid as a footballer and you're not interested in the game then you are showing us the fans that are not interested in game is an insult so for his for 72 million pound signing i think I think Chelsea have a lot of issues going forward because it now depends on Lampard's man management, how he's able to manage, you know, established players, star players, and young players as well. Anyway, um, for my, not, for my own thought, not, I think 
Okay, first of all, Chelsea, leave Chelsea out of the chest. Uh, Liverpool as a team, if you really look at their, their previous game, they've been playing well, though, but they you know they, they concede like almost all their games. Yes. I think their defense is becoming poor. Yesterday, I was yesterday, I saw their. It was not yesterday, that was a game I saw. But you know, yesterday, I think it was their previous game. The error that this guy made, even as someone there to get. Van Dijk. Yeah. So I'm looking at their defense is actually becoming. Shaky. I mean, they're not yet. Yeah, they're because coming, you know, I, I, I had this discussion with someone. I had this discussion with someone at the tail end of last season. And I told the person, I said, to be honest, let's be honest. Van Dijk is pretty average, but why he stands so, out is because he's confident. He's confident, and in a way, he has been you get. trying to push the same way that he's pushing. So everybody just trying to be uh-huh. So everybody's yes, oh. everybody's trying to be as confident as he is. Yeah, that's why so, he stands out at that defense. Exactly. So when I saw that scene, I was like, oh my god, like really. So I expect Liverpool, me personally, I expect Liverpool now, they really have to put in more work now. Even they are kind of being the champions, like because the way they are conceding goals, man, there's a lot there's a lot of work to be done on Liverpool right now. Trust me, leave the whole front buying a Lacantara Lacantara and stuff like that. I think they have to really watch their back. They need to watch their back because their defense is becoming very porous. That's first. Now, Chelsea. Anyway, Chelsea <laughs> Chelsea generally itself is like like mind you right now so i think they have they have the signings are really good i like the fact they are doing a lot of stuff in the market you know? in as much as trying to manage them is a whole different thing but getting players is one thing and me i don't know why people would say the guy that they signed is very uninterested about the game i don't know but i think it's way too early to start judging somebody that you just bought that day so maybe the guy is just trying to adapt to the environment and, i mean if the guy doesn't want to play he would have signed yeah but i just think he's just because of his maybe he's just trying to adapt to the environment. Chelsea really have way too good players compared to Mario right now. So today's game, I think they're gonna do well. I think they're gonna come through. But I'm not I'm not tipping them to win. I'm tipping them to cause more harm. You know, I think them to score goals this this, this today. You know, but I, I know that Liverpool really need to because Liverpool need to watch their backs. We need to watch their backs. Or let, Liverpool have the firing power, they have the new to attack and do all this stuff. But, their defense right now is, is is looking like okay, like they can do a lot of harm on that defense. If Chelsea really want to play their best football, I mean, they might go there and I mean get a win. So, but I'm not even there for a win. They need to be coordinated. So, on general note, I think Chelsea, Chelsea for me will actually cost more harm to Liverpool. Okay. So okay, so I think that is one of six games. That's one of six games. In fact, one has already kicked off now. Southampton, Tottenham, and currently Southampton are leading. Um, in fact, the, the I think you see this guy, Danny Ings. I'm really worried. He's going to bang in too many goals this season. Last season he was scoring 17 goals. I don't know what's going to happen this season, but this guy is is he's he's getting better and better by the exactly. Day. He has just scored. And, and he has just scored for Southampton now. This. See, you need to get somebody when he's hitting up, not when he's already hot. Like you're not buying it. Yeah. The person will now start becoming. I mean, nonchalant and not putting in the work. You need to get somebody when you see that that person is hitting up. This kind of players now, when you get them now, putting a, a team that, I mean, they're hungry too, as he is. I mean, he will blow up. That's my own. I mean, so. Well, well that's, that that's the first half of it. I'm hoping that. I'm hoping that. 
Mr. Mourinho will bring in Bill so that he will run <laughs> he will run around and score goals for nothing. Yeah, Mourinho but, is but one, he's currently one, one dramatic coach and I think he he, he doesn't believe, he doesn't know that his, his style is obsolete right now. His style his style of exactly so exactly exactly is still one sometimes and that's why I don't like about him. what I what I don't like about him is he doesn't accept change and try to bring in new formats or new thing. He doesn't even like advice. So he believes that whatever he's doing is what he's gonna keep doing. With time progresses, you know that most of the things that you're doing right now is obsolete. It's not really gonna work out. So I think he's very rigid in tactics. He doesn't believe that okay, can I just be flexible a little bit or try to play this game kind of football. So that's one mm. more who I really don't like in his in his game. But with his players, I mean, yeah, I, I hope Tottenham I hope he can do something for Tottenham. They lost they lost their first game um, last week, and um, they are even losing this one now. So it's, it's a worry. But then they will forget Tottenham. At the time, he's going to be telling on the coach. You understand? Exactly. When when the exactly. team starts losing, like losing games that you thought you're not going to lose, the coach will be on the lookout because I mean, what what are the players doing? What are you doing? So. That's one thing about Mourinho. Like every time, I feel like, I mean, he just doesn't want to listen. He's just doing whatever he thinks that he wants to do. He's just like, a strong head. Yeah. So that's okay. That's... But then, but then, let's see. There are six games, like I said. I think the one that that would strike me most today is Wolverhampton, Man City. Um, <laughs> Wolves. They did have a class season. They beat Man City home and away. If you remember that game, pretty yeah. well. So is 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 another okay. That's sorry. That's for Monday. That's for Monday. So I think it's something that we should also look out for. Wolverhampton, Wanderers, Man City. But then for the four games today: Southampton, Tottenham, Newcastle, Brighton, Chelsea, Liverpool, Leicester City, and Burnley. Do you see Leicester City climbing up this season? You know, last season they were so good. I, I don't know. Do you see them going up this season? They they haven't really signed. They've only signed one player who scored on the debut for them. But apart from that, with all these signings, all these people, all these other clubs, you know, spending money, you know, Liverpool signing Diego Jota yesterday for five million, um, signing so many good players. Do you think Leicester City has a chance this season? Um, Leicester City is just, I don't know. I think they are, they are those, those near success syndrome kind of kind of thing. But I think I mean, yeah. they, they actually want to play well. They have to play well as a team. Right? You know, they have to come up as a team. But I don't think they're going to be like breaking into anything or coming to Champions League. I really don't think that for them. You know, but I think yeah. they'll actually be within the, at least fifth to sixth position. I, mean, I think they can do it. They have the potential to do that. I mean, these are like previous yeah. champions now, regardless. And I'm not thinking about their team. I think their team is always like a marketing team. They're always buying and selling, selling and buying. So, <laughs> They are not, not really doing the whole get a trophy building to get a yeah, yeah, yeah. of team. Yeah. So I think they're just on the whatever happens, happens with the fees of just the business any so, money, making money from sales. So that's why I don't want to put them in the hungry get a trophy kind of club or something like that. Unless they just really want to do it or start buying players, start building. Because when they carry that Premier League, they actually build for some years. You understand so most of their players were with them for a couple of times and i mean they were blended so they now did well in that league Stand so right now they're more buying and selling i don't think they're actually going to do anything because they're bringing new person into the team person have to blend with the game blend with how the coaches i mean the whole coaching style and the whole players and before you before he's not talking about building a team 
So that's what I think about. That's very true. Have what it takes. They can actually handle the big team. Okay. Okay, and then let me get your final thoughts. Um, the Premier League this season, who do you think are going to be champions? Which team do you see being re- regulated, uh, regu- relegated? <laughs> My tabonus. Which team do you see being champions? Which team do you see being relegated? And which, which team do you think could be a surprise team for this season? Okay, for okay. now, the, the whole Premier League trophy. Wow. Anyway, um, First of all, I know teams are going to be like first and second right now. You know, mm. uh, I mean, I mean, I hope you're not calling Man City. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me make it clear yeah. to you, eh? right about now, eh? the kind of you know, one thing about Premier League, Premier League is a marathon, it's not a sprint. So when the, when you go and get stopped, it's the players that you have that are on the reserve that will come and play. When the injuries hit, when red cards and stuff like that people are not playing so you need to continue yeah. to so it's players that teams that have players will always be strong 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 and when you look at man city i mean a couple of years there eh, they, they have a good trend though let's be honest they have a good trend like they are mm-hmm. starting playing premier league a lot better they are more better in premier league right now than any other team in a couple of three years yes more better like they are always playing well they make sure whenever, whenever they play games like even the game is 0-0 zero, zero, you see them win maybe it's 9 minutes one better will score the goal down 1-0 score your goal so these are like winning mentality that they have so me personally I'm not saying they might carry the league I think they will be they will, they will be like one of the top contenders right? they're definitely going to be best for second that's that's a fact you know what I'm saying definitely going so who do you think is taking that, blue, top, that top position sorry who do you think is taking that top position there Anyway, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call any team right now because right now it's way too shady to start calling them. But I know that less, uh, Man City will be definitely yeah. first or second. That one is a fact. But honestly, eh, I think Liverpool will not really be... Um, I think Liverpool is, is, is... Me, I think that Liverpool will... I don't think they can be champions again. Eh, I don't think they're going to be coming back to pick it again. I think they'll have to really work a lot harder. You know, I would. I just. I just, so just feel that they might not really. Be so that means you are seeing Chelsea for the title. Eh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not writing Chelsea off. To be honest, <laughs> I'm not writing Chelsea off. You know, I'm not. Writing, I, I think Chelsea, like Chelsea, really did good last season. Just at the end of the day, they, they just like Chelsea really did good. And whenever Chelsea want to carry the league, they want to carry it. It's, it's a fact. Like they're they're going all in. So you're seeing them winning games up and down. So I'm not writing Chelsea off either. But first of all, if I'm going to call whoever they're going to carry the league. I'll call Man City. Welcome back, James. Oh, thank you very much. We are about we are about closing up. But... Okay. okay. Can you hear? Yeah. Okay. Will be a bit like first or second, you know. Okay. Now, yeah. I... Okay. So, so what? Let me get back to George. George, what are your thoughts on um, this season? Who do you think are going to be champions? Who do you think could be relegated? And who do you think could be subscri- surprise contenders for this season? Um. I would say surprise contender, there will be no surprise on that note. But I'm sure Leicester City but then they will definitely in the, be in the bottom half of the Premier League team. Contrary to ah, has been. Yes, thoughts, yes. yes, yes. Um the if best
best case scenario for them will probably be a ninth or a tenth, if I'm being honest. Mm. More teams, more teams are are serious now. Everton is awake. Uh, Leeds United, from what I've seen, the first two games they play, I have to, we have to be hopeful. Uh, they might just be coming from relegation, but they won't be the first to be come from relegation and enter the upper half mm. of the table. I, I'm actually very hopeful for them. I hope they don't they don't burn out halfway into the season. Uh, I, I don't think there will be any surprises. Uh, the way I'm looking at it, I, I it might be hard to convince me that Liverpool won't won't take the Premier League this Honestly, uh, the, the, the 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 playing ground is too level among the top clubs. It's level, it's very level. Other than Manchester United, there's absolutely like a basic right now, and uh, maybe Arsenal. The likes of Man City, um, Chelsea looks like they are trying to be serious with the the, the way they performed in the um, mm. transfer window. Um, Man City, Liverpool, Chelsea. Let's. I'm hopeful for Everton. They might. They might at least maybe hit a sixth position or a fifth. So I think first three is is not going to be any different from what it has been for the past. Okay. Two so no surprise. Anyway, I would say. Yeah, uh, I, was, I was talking about Southampton. I think the surprises will be after now. We really need to watch out for after now. And this is me. Yeah, that's my club, bro. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be consistent like in their play <laughs> and i think actually is way more emotional in their game than any other thing they just let hey. you get to them okay. so if they can actually focus on the end goal they can actually do a lot like trust me you know that's what i think Arsenal. i think Arsenal will just start up in a very good mode at the end of the day something just happened maybe there, there was a wet card maybe somebody had an injury I'm just them you. declining in their they just game. I don't know why that happens. They just so, fall, fall apart. So I think Arsenal they should be more consistent in their game. And they, I mean, Arsenal can actually do a lot of harm. Because I mean, they can they can win games. They can win big games, really. So I don't know why. Like, like we saw yesterday. Yes, this game was. Yeah, yes, was this the, game yeah, was a shocker for yeah, me because actually came coming from an Arsenal fan, I'll be honest with you. At halftime, I went to go and do something else because I was worried. Let me be honest. <laughs> the way these guys were playing us, I was worried. Yeah. But to see them get back strong and still win that game, yeah, I yeah. saw that, yes, there was a lot of mental strength from exactly, Arsenal yesterday. Exactly. So, yes. yes. And that's how yes, the, I so, yes, there might be a team to look out for. But for the Premier down, League, I don't think so. Maybe a top four finish. Yeah, I might agree. Maybe a top four finish. The mentality can so, take you then, so far. See, in exactly. the end. Yes, one. yes. And we saw that we saw that with Leicester City last season. Yeah. That um, yeah. uh, last season ago, that mentality is all that they need. They needed to yeah. to push for the title, and they did. Yeah. But then this season, like you said, is going to be it's going to be very tight. You know, um, yeah. everybody is signing in players. Everybody is buying. Everybody is threatening in this window, and um, it's going to be pretty much no surprise difficult cards. to see where. Yeah. Where where all this will take us, but then I think a team that people haven't really spoken about and people seem to have kept quiet is Sheffield United. Don't forget what they did last season with that crop of players they did. They haven't really yeah. signed much players. And one thing with football teams is, yeah, one thing with football teams is that when you have a team, right? Who know themselves well, two, three years, four years together, 
they are almost yeah. they are almost always unbeatable because they know where if I'm a defender, I know where my attacker is going to be in the next few minutes. I know how to give him the ball. I yeah. know how to see him score. Yeah. And I'm with the same manager yeah. who has a tactic that he can tweak. So some of these managers in yeah. training, they do up, they set up five, six, seven different tactics to face a game. And you as a player, you have to have a knowledge of all of them. So imagine a team that really has been, that, Yeah, exactly. Imagine a team that has been in ex- in, together for a year or two years. They they practically know so much. So they know where the defend where this person is going to be in the next minute. They know that okay, if this game is not going well for them, in the next few minutes they can change. And that's what they did last season. If you watch most of their games, they played with a three-man defense. And they were so fantastic. They would defend for long hours. And the next thing they're on one counter, then they sneak in a goal. Or they go for a corner kick and they head in the ball. So it's it's a team that most people haven't really spoken about, but I'm going to see them perform a lot. I was also say, talking about Southampton. Um, like I was saying, this is halftime now. Oh, wow. Actually, it's one-one now. Southampton, um, Tottenham has equalized from a uh, human. So, okay. so it's one-one now at halftime. It was one nil. Danny Inks. Um, okay, let me ask: Who do you guys think would likely be a golden boot winner this season? Salah. Mane, Pierre Emerick, um, Rashford, um, Oli Watkins, that was the guy that was signed from, I think he was signed by Tottenham, but by, by yeah. Southampton. Or, so I don't know what, what do you guys think? Who do you think would be the likely, um, uh, what's it called? The likely contender for this season? Yeah. Maybe okay. I should call out the For names me, again. Um, I, I feel yeah. the only the only person I, I to a certain level I can be assured is going to come close is Pierre Aubameyang. Aubameyang is on. He has been on a consistent level even before the Premier League. And he came up. He came to the Premier League and he still maintains that level. So he's prolific. He knows how to get goals. And, He's good. With I've goals. never seen a player like Whether that. Whether the team is your team is your team is horrible and you're scoring team goals. Team is abysmal. Yes, he always knows how to get the goals. So he's the only person that I can say I'm very sure. If he's not a golden boot winner, then he's either going to be the second or the third. Now, you made made mention of Calvert Lewin earlier. I I, yeah, I, I, really. I I have loved that guy for seasons now. That guy. It's, it's funny, first of all, that he has never, or he, he um, Mason Greenwood gets an England call up ahead of him. It doesn't make any sense to me. It really does not make any sense. He's 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 really good. He's really good, and I think he, like you like you mentioned, he already has how I many? I think five or six goals already. Uh, he he scored a hat trick yesterday, so I I think he might he might really be a contender this season. If 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 Everton maintains this uh, energy, this pace. So what what do you think about Salah, um, um, Tony? What do you think about Mohamed Salah? You think Salah can can continue from where he started two seasons ago, where he was top scorer? You think he has what it takes this Salah, season to Salah do that? Is really good. Salah is really good, but I think there has been a downtrend on his game too sometimes. So. I don't think Salah would actually. I think he would score goals. Like he would score goals, but he's not going to be like in front of the attention where we're calling our people. Like we scored a lot of goals. I don't think he would do that. You know, so I don't think he's more hungry mm. right now, like before. You know, before he's very hungry. He's always there. Trying... 
Yeah, I think he's just slowed his whole hunger game. Yeah, I think he's also on four. I think he's also on three goals this season. He scored a hat trick against uh, Leeds United. But yeah. don't forget that two of those goals were penalties. So, exactly. Well, nothing I want to talk about. I think penalty will be more in this Premier League than any other Premier League. I don't understand. Like, they just it has penalty. been too much this season, man. Too much this season. Too easily, much. Like, it just and it affects the game. It affect really affect the game. I don't know, man. So I think the. Salah will do well, but I don't think he's gonna be like the top scorer. I'm looking at, I'm looking forward to this guy. This guy you just mentioned, this Southampton guy. Like he says, called Danny Inks, yeah. Yeah, I don't think that guy will go. Far. King that guy will go far. Okay, Inks, 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 yeah. Inks. Inks. How many goals did Inks yeah. end with last season? Yeah. I think he. I think he was on. Yeah, he scored. He just scored two goals. Okay, seventeen. I'm gonna score a lot more goals this season. So, I'm laughing. Nobody's talking about uh, this Man City striker, Aguero. <laughs> Aguero. Is Aguero really like out of the chase? Like, well, I think first, that? I think he's injured now. I think he's injured now, so I don't really know how long it's taking to come back. I mean, these are some of the things you should also check. And then, like I said, this season, um, I think Guardiola has passed his prime. Let me be honest. Let me be pretty honest with you. Since Ateta left Man City, the club has actually gone down. I don't know. It might not be Ateta. It might be something else. I can't tell. But it's it's obvious that something is just not missing. It's just since Ateta left, you see that Guardiola has been losing matches because I I often observed when Ateta was at Man City that. There were some stages in the game where Guardiola seems confused and then he talks to Ateta. Ateta's, Ateta readies up a particular player and that player goes on to win that game. I've noticed it countless times last season during the Premier League. And I don't know, maybe this season, maybe, maybe not. But um, I don't really see Man City going very far, to be honest. I don't really see them going very far. They might do well, they might not, but I don't know. It's a dicey one. So it's the of course the teams the team often plays to Aguero's strength. If the team is not playing well, of course you won't see Aguero doing anything. So I don't know. I don't let's see how the season passes out, but I'm not really looking at him for a contender. I'm actually looking at Danny Inks, Pierre Emerick, um Carver Lewin. These three for contender for EPL this season. I think these are the guys I should really put in mind. Anyway, let's just be on the lookout here. And I think there might be surprises in this this season because of some player will just spring up from nowhere. You know, there's a lot of new players in the Premier League. I mean, they need to impress. Yeah, that's true. I think no one even spoke about him when. Yeah, so the guy signed from Chelsea from Leicester. Exactly. That's so, true. So there are a lot of there are big surprises on the players because. I mean, you can't come into Premier League and you don't want to be cared about. So most of these players are coming with the fire. Because mm, I never even knew that this guy would score something like <laughs> Van der Beek or whatever his name is. He's always not a striker now. He's just I, he's striker, bad bad I mean, some players can actually change, come into the game and become a lot better in this Premier League. But my own, really, my is not really making me feel happy right now. I tell you. Yeah, oh my you fans, don't worry. We are going to send a mail to Olegona Shosha <laughs> this evening and copy and copy 
um, fraud and <laughs> investigations unit <laughs> so that we know <laughs> we know what has actually that guy has actually been doing. So, but um, guys, uh, hello, can you hear me, guys? I can hear you. Okay, so on this note, I think we'll we'll be wrapping up. Um, it has been amazing getting you guys on this podcast. Uh, George, Tony, thank you guys very much. Um, we still have game week three next week. Where we'll also be discussing on the other. So just keep watching and uh, and uh, enjoy the enjoy the rest of your weekend. Please, my you fans, you can go and drink beer. You know, just chill. <laughs> don't don't get too worked up on yourselves. So, so thank you guys very much. I'll be ending the recording now. Have a blessed day. Right. I keep watching thank the you. video. You have a good day, bro. Yeah.